Welcome, everyone, to the Meaningful Hearts Podcast, where we discuss the everyday questions that make us or break us if we let them. With your hosts, Drew and Daniela, take our hands and let's walk this journey together. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Meaningful Hearts podcast. For the past two episodes, Drew did a solo one and I did a solo one. He self-disclosed on frustrations and challenges he was having with in his life with a focus on work. And then I self-disclosed on what it was like for me to figure out how to support him. And so out of these two episodes came the idea to make it a three-part series and talk about the power of self-disclosure. I think it's a good way to bring it together because self-disclosure is something that I, I really value both in my personal life and in my professional life. Anytime that I've used it with clients, it's nine times out of 10. It's always been a receptive response. It's good feedback. Um, and so I thought, and I drew agreed that bringing it together and really talk about what it means, what it looks like. So what I'd like to do is start off with a question for Drew. Oh boy. (laughs) So what was it like for you to self-disclose? It's sort of like having that dream where you're walking around or you get to school and you don't have any clothes on, you're naked and everybody else has clothes on except for you. So it kind of felt like that, I guess, letting out things that are in your mind, things that you're thinking about and letting the world know anybody who has access to this podcast, which is pretty much everyone know what's going on and kind of just at their mercy of their opinion on it. Right. Because we're we're a publicly broadcasted show in that sense. So at first it was like you feel you feel kind of naked doing it. And then as you're going through it you gain the confidence confidence of feeling liberated. I mean, we've been doing this for a while. We have been self-disclosing since the very beginning. It was a big step for me. And I know when you first came aboard, it was a big step for you. And then now it's like part of our everyday lives to disclose. So it still felt a little, another layer deeper than it normally would be. So it was, it was a little uncomfortable, but at, at a certain point, I guess it's, once it's out there, it's, it's, it was liberating to feel that way. And then knowing that, all right, that's, that's, that's a step in the right direction. I, and I look to discover where this can go further, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I think that makes perfect sense. It's funny. I like and not like the analogy. I like the analogy because self-disclosure is in a lot of ways a form of being naked. It's a form of being vulnerable. What I don't like it is that what I don't like about it is that um, when you have that, I guess like that image or that dream of being in your underpants at school usually is, you know, because you're embarrassed or like people around you laugh. And I think that's where self-disclosure differs is that, like I said before, nine times out of 10, self-disclosure actually strengthens the relationship with who you're disclosing to. And I think that's the difference. There is, I guess, in a sense of embarrassment, but when you self-disclose more, more often than not, 
the response that you get, at least from from somebody who is understanding, because not all people are understanding. They are there are people out there who, like in the dream or in that image, might laugh or might not be receptive. But again, nine times out of ten, self disclosure is very powerful because you're choosing to be vulnerable. You're choosing to put yourself out there, and as human beings, we admire that. And it's interesting what happens with self-disclosure is, you know, the other person, or at least me, wants to self-disclose as well, or wants to be like, wow, like that must have been really hard, if that makes sense. So I like and not like the analogy for different reasons, but I think I like it more because of the feeling that you experience. And then right after you said it was liberating, right? It felt good. Um, part of the reason why we do this podcast is because we want to build connections with our listeners. And I think what better way to build connections with people um, than letting them know, hey, we're human, we struggle, we face challenges, and it's not always rainbows and butterflies. I would say more often than not, it's actually hurdles and challenges that we have to overcome. So that was a really good analogy. Thank you for that. Thank you. I think also that um, connecting with the audience, it's rapport building very much so. I think that a lot of people, I mean, in essence, everyone, for the most part, in, in a sense, does self-disclose whether they know it or not, whether they have Facebook or social media, right? Instagram. If, you're, if your page is not private, anybody has access to your thoughts and feelings. And a lot of people really go out there and put a lot of it. I've seen some information out there. I'm like, wow, you're that's pretty bold of you to, to disclose that or show that. And in doing so, they're trying to build a rapport with other people that they know or may not know. And depending on what you post, people are like, wow, I really like that you posted that. And that's something that I'm struggling with too. So maybe it'll help me not feel so, I guess, bad about posting this thing too. And just, and, 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 and changing the way that I express myself to other people that may not know that I have these struggles. And I think on that end of social media, it's good. Now, on the other side of things, not to go off on too, too much of a tangent, but I think that most people think that showing their highlight reel gets them more followers or gets the, gets more people in their corner. But it's really not is if you see some of the most popular pages on the internet and you see that their pages and the things that they talk about, they're, they're everyday things and they're not so glamorous. And, and it's like, well, why is that? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm ashamed of myself. I'm not going to let everybody see my dirty room or, th but like people have the same things. They want to see that you're human just like them. And I think that being able to share that it's hard, but it is in a sense, yes, liberating because there's really nothing to hide at that point. And I think that's the, I think that feels good. Yeah, you know, you brought up in regards to social media. I think it's a really good point. Well, two good points that you made as you were talking. I what what came to mind for me, which is something that I I don't necessarily think that I struggle with, um, but it's my thoughts on sometimes the things that people self disclose. The reasons why they self disclose are not. I don't know. I don't want to say like they're not the best reasons, but they're not the best reasons. Um, there are people out there on social media who post 
so that people can feel sorry for them rather whether they're aware of it or not and i think that's also something to be mindful of when thinking about self-disclosing something the reasons why you're self-disclosing something self-disclosure and then it also brings a really good question of what does self-disclosure even mean because self-disclosure to me is something that is very meaningful it's very deep it's how i build relationships with my clients sometimes and in my intimate relationship with you drew you know when you self-disclose about something that you've been through or something that you've struggled with every time you know that vulnerability in a lot of ways, it's it's attractive, it's emotionally attractive. And it makes me want to be like, wow, like, thank you so much for sharing that. But not everybody on social media um, has that mentality sometimes. So that's also something to be mindful of um, when thinking about what self-disclosure looks like for you, our listener, and the reasons why you post what you post or if you even post anything at all, because some people I know don't post anything at all. They just use social media to scroll or see things or look for things. So I think that was a good point that you brought up. Thank you. <laughs> Great highlight. <Thank> you. <laughs> I think that also when you post the way you really are, there's no, there's no fillers. It's just you. I mean, if you, and 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 I get I, not to get down a rabbit hole again, but Tony Robbins talks about the masks that people wear, right? The masks that people wear. People use social media also to disguise themselves or what their their life is really like. And if you are authentic to everyone, no matter whether it's your public profile or whatever, you're being your true self always. And obviously, with decorum, not being an asshole, but just being your your true self, your true nature, and people only know you as that. I mean, I think life would be easier because you're, you're authentic. There's, there, there's nothing about you that is made up. And I think that itself is like what I get back to is very liberating. We literally live in a world where people fabricate their lives just to, to impress people that don't care. Or they, in a lot of ways, over, overly like play out their lives like i know there are times Dramatic. on so yeah i know there are times that people when they self-disclose on social media you know again it's not to say that these people are bad people but these people are genuinely in a lot of pain like i have seen people self-disclose when they are say for example i don't know if anybody has ever seen this but i've seen this quite a few times when somebody is like in the hospital for some reason and then they take a picture of their like um their their band with their, their name yeah oh i've seen that i've seen God. that quite often and that's a form of self-disclosure but you know when i see stuff like that i think you know what what is the meaning of that for you like what does that mean you know that you feel a need to post that um in that way you know and it's not i want to be very clear it's not coming from a place of judgment. It's coming from a place of observation because again, we're talking about self-disclosure and self-disclosure is very, very powerful. Um, but it also depends on the reasons and what you self-disclose. There's, there's a lot that plays into it. And I think when people do that, you know, in a lot of ways, they're looking for some type of attention. And what that tells me is they're in pain. 
they're in pain, whether they know it or not, and they need that validation from others. And that about the self-disclosure is very powerful. I think, wow, you know, what kind of support systems do you have in your life? What kind of support systems do you not have in your life? What does it mean for you? And I think social media is so controversial because it can be so useful and yet it can be so detrimental in a lot of ways because some people will think like me and other people will think differently. Other people will be like, oh, look at this person, like they're so effing stupid or whatever the case may be for posting this. And, you know, it's, it's pretty harsh. I come at, I, I see it from, you know, why is this person posting this? And I think that's also an important component of self-disclosure to keep in mind. You know, what do you, if you have social media, what do you disclose on your social media? What does that look like? Because for me, self-disclosure, it's in the most powerful form is when we disclose in our most intimate relationships. And that's not just partner intimate relationship, but with our friendships. You know, I've come to find that when I've self-disclosed about something that I'm struggling with, or even something that I'm thinking about, or even a difficult conversation with my close group of friends who understand who I am and who are receptive to me, it's never a loss. It's, it's always a powerful moment, which actually, you know, I thought Drew to ask you this question, um, in your own intimate relationships, whether that's relationships that you've had in the past or friendships, um, what has self-disclosure looked like for you and what has that meant for your relationship? I don't know if you can think of a specific time or just, you know, general now that we're having this conversation. I mean, anybody that knows, I'm not a big poster. I don't really post at all. I might change a profile picture or something. Maybe we went on a trip. But as far as this podcast, that's the, I mean, and whoever listens or knows me to know that I have a podcast, maybe they listen to it. And that's as much disclosure as I have. Other than that, people who know me personally and, and know me on an intimate level know what's pretty much going on in my life. I don't. I don't really filter out anything. I don't like, if you know me, you know who I am, you know how I am. I, I don't really believe in that superficial nonsense. I guess maybe people do it to a light extent. Maybe, maybe I, I wear a nice pair of clothes and you think that I'm rich. <laughs> I don't know. But other than that, I mean, when I speak to people on a daily basis, on a regular basis, people that have an intimate relationship know me, they know me. They don't get, there's no fluff. There's no, I mean, maybe I'm a little too real with people sometimes and it's, it's, it's unsettling for them, but that's mostly how my relationship is with most people that I know. So I think I, I heard, um, like in what you were sharing, what I heard was you don't really post on your social media, but with your intimate relationships, it's what. Like there's no fluff. I think that's what I heard. That's the word. That yeah, heard, there, right? there's there's no fluff. There's no fluff at all. There's no. I mean, w when we first met, was there any any indication that it was anything more than what you met me met me for? Like, was there anything that said, "Hey, he's pretending to be this person or that person," or how? Maybe we met at a party, so yeah, I look a little bit nicer and dressed up, but. When we met, I mean, I, I pretty much disclosed to you what's going on in my life. I was I was pretty real about it right, really quickly. There was no, there was no creation of like, 
like a, a fabrication of, of a story or maybe make me look better in a different light? Yeah, I think I can, I can look back on it and, you know, um, it was, it was because it was genuine conversation that we were having that it was, it was so such a meaningful connection. And I really appreciated your, the kind of conversation that we were having. And so this is an important question for you all to think about as well as what does self-disclosure actually even look like? What has that looked like in your, your relationships? And what does it mean? I know for Drew, you and I have, you, you didn't, I know you mentioned that there's no fluff in your intimate relationships, but I know for you and your relationship with one of your closest friends, Tarun, there was probably a lot of self-disclosure there and it was probably very powerful. Um, and in turn, you know, I know we've talked about Tarun's ability to hold you accountable and how much that was such a reflection in your life and how that helped you grow in so many ways. And that's a, also a very powerful part of self-disclosure. Um, self-disclosure is hard. It's vulnerable. We're naked, but we're also liberated in a lot of ways. And if we can become more aware of who we disclose to and how we disclose to and how we use our social media, that will ultimately help us build a more meaningful life, which we've said this, you know, several times. That is the whole premise of this podcast. So I think this is a good point to wrap it up and leave you all with these questions of, what has self-disclosure look like? Can you think of a time when you've self-disclosed and it's gone well? Can you think of a time where you've self-disclosed and it hasn't gone well? And reflect on that because that's also important because self-disclosure is so powerful. But sometimes we don't self-disclose because of times that we have self-disclosed and it hasn't worked out in our favor. But it's important to reflect on that as well. And then thinking about, you know, what it has looked like in your intimate relationships or that's friendships or partners or relationships with your family and ultimately help you build a more meaningful life. Yes, I agree. I think that was a lot to unpack at the end, but <laughs> I hope that you revisit this this episode a few times and you know, you don't have to answer every single question at once because one question could mean a lot. And I think that the people that I know just just to not to really go too far, but I know there are a lot of people that I know on a personal basis versus what I see and then what they post. It's a lot of bullshit <laughs> and it's, it's uncomfortable for me, but I have to let people live their lives and be whoever they think they are. So, but yeah. I appreciate you all for listening. Daniela, take it away. Sing that song. What song? All right, fine. She's shy. <laughs> she has, she has a song. We have a song we're, we're going to do for meaningful hearts and she's going to take it away one day. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm like what song <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys for listening bye